and welcome to the Forward Unto Dawn podcast, the show about the history and universe of the Halo franchise. This is episode 36. I'm David, and I'm joined by co-host Danny. Hi, Leo. And we're recording this uh, the evening of the 23rd, uh, which today was uh, Xbox's, Microsoft's Xbox showcase. Um, they had a previous event where there was a lot of third-party stuff. This is mostly... Uh, microsoft's first party studios uh and so they had a, yeah the first party showcase event yeah and so i think before we get into the halo specifically stuff um what were your thoughts about everything overall i the, as in like the the showcase yeah um i i i thought the the showcase was really wonderfully diverse in the the sort of journey it took in terms of the games it showed, the genres, and I thought it was very, very aimed at the uh, the PlayStation demographic. Uh, PlayStation historically is all about that widespread approach, whereas Microsoft has usually been more narrow, uh, narrowly aimed at the hardcore crowd with Gears and, and Forza being particularly niche or adult. So I thought that they were going for the here for the more broad spectrum of uh, this is a family platform now. There's uh, there's there's games for all audiences, and I thought that uh, they were very successful in in putting forward that case for the platform. Yeah, I think you're right. There was a lot of stuff here, um, and, it was, and it definitely hit the gamut. There was like one called the Gunk. I couldn't stop looking at that at the character's face. It was just so stupid. Um, uh, that art style didn't sell it to yeah, me. Yeah, it's kind like, of. Oh. Uh, Ars Technica described it as Splatoon meets No Man's Sky, which I kind of felt was was accurate. Then you had like the bigger stuff, um, like the the Warhammer people got tired of having you kill a bunch of rats, so now it's Warhammer forty <laughs> k, and looks like you're just. I don't know, killing future zombies. Uh, the stalker. Yeah, two. that. Um, I, I I do wish I, I actually liked Warhammer because if I did, that's outside of the interest, and people seem to be excited I really liked, about it. Um, I was one of those people who never actually played Left for Dead. Um, so Vermintide was my first experience with that kind of game, and I liked it a lot. Except at some point, it was just became brutal and high difficulties, and I one hundred percent of that game and that made sure I would never do it again because that was a pain in the butt. Um, <laughs> there was a, uh, you got Jack Black showed up cause he's doing Psychonauts 2 stuff. Um, and I'm not complaining about more Jack Black to be honest. <laughs> uh, Obsidian was interesting because they had a ton of stuff. Actually they were showing off. They had avowed, which kind of looked like a Skyrim esque. The generic RPG, the game. Yeah. That looked yeah. very, very RPG like there was definitely RPG elements strongly throughout uh of that RPG showing. <laughs> um but they also had uh I, I appreciated that they had the the major uh bit of humor in the entire thing where they, they poked fun at the fact that the biggest game of this year is all right, it's cyberpunk, but we've got this game where you're tiny uh and running around. You know, for for a Microsoft conference, why didn't they say Halo? Like why did they not say Halo? Come because on. they're being they're being realistic. They know it. They know it's cyberpunk. Everyone knows it's cyberpunk. Uh, that's the same. That's the same trailer with Battletoad statue and no Battletoads. <laughs> uh, and then um, there were minor things like uh, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. Unsurprisingly, is getting a uh, Xbox Series X version. Why wasn't? Why was that? Why is that a thing and not just a title update? Yeah, 
I assume it is just a title update, but they just want to have something that shows off 120 frames per second because they said the console would do it. Um, if you didn't well, like, I'm, the, I'm glad the, people will enjoy their title update. Then, if you didn't like the Goo game, did you like Everwild's uh, art style? Which which one was that? That's Rare's game where it's like kind of oh, cartoony. Hell no. That's not Banjo Kazooie. I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry, Rare. It, 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 it's Banjo yet. Uh, maybe perfect dark maybe is it that <laughs> um there was forza obviously um which I doesn't always assume forza is there mostly it was interesting because it doesn't sound like it's going to be a launch title um it didn't seem like it was that far along um there's always yeah. going to be cars always going to be cars give me more hail cars give me more of that <laughs> Uh, there's State of Decay 3, which I haven't played either of them, so that was lost Don't on me besides Zombie 3 Deer. or 4, yeah. <laughs> um, there was a briefest touch of a Fable tease, which basically is just confirming what we already knew. It's in development. People are making Fable news that shocks nobody. But I think for like the the briefest of brief teases, it actually did what it needed to do was it was show like hey there's this fantastical world and it's cheeky british humor like that's what that's what you're there for you know the key message i got from that that whole presentation look at the, all these great xbox games and guess what you don't need an xbox i mean that's that's definitely part <laughs> and, of the and, thing. And, and you want to get one step further you don't even need to pay for them well i've got uh because of the deal i've got game pass up through sometime in 2021 I'm, I'm jealous i'm jealous i only have it until the end of this year so i'm hoping for a strong launch i really hope by the way fable keeps british humor because that was the only reason why i gave a shit about it yeah i mean fable to me what distinguishes it is that it was always an rpg light like it never and i really hope they it didn't they take don't... itself too seriously yeah it was it was cheeky british humor it was the whole thing about you changing the the stuff with the morality system. Um, and then one thing I really appreciated, which I really hope the next one doesn't follow the open world trend, is that it never overstayed its welcome. Like you could put like 40 hours into it and you got a good game out of it. It wasn't something where they had like 20 hours of bloat thrown into it. Can I just say one wee thing that might be controversial? Mm-hmm. I consider the Overlord game to be the spiritual sequel to Fable. Mm. Well, I was actually one of those, like probably all of like the five people in the world who was bummed that they canceled Fable Legends, even though it wasn't a proper Fable game. It was a fun game. And I was sad that it seemed like it was mostly done. I wouldn't know. I was playing the beta and then they just cut it and then they oh, killed one head oh you actually played it oh that's even worse yeah, yeah. so that, that was that was a shame um i guess it died on that that same uh asymmetrical gameplay hill as whatever that giant monster thing that was that was coming out in 2015 evolve that's it yeah so it kind of died along with evolve um and then uh the only other game i think was shown off or was notable is uh don't nod the life is strange people have a new game which don't care (laughs) so overall i think like you said it was definitely a a big smattering of games i think there's something in there that most people would enjoy yeah also it did feel like that they were shooting very wide and i think they hit everything they were aiming for at least yeah and um the thing they started right out 
the bat pretty much with was Halo. Um, do, 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 do. <laughs> yeah, we got plenty of that. So we'll we'll go through this. There was a bunch of stuff. The the first thing, uh, but was sort of like this. I don't even know what I wouldn't call it a story trailer. I would. It's the step inside trailer according to YouTube, but it's. I feel like it's you could say something that three four three has done with their intros and past games has been like kind of have these mood set or tone poem kind of things like Halsey's interrogation doesn't directly impact the plot of Halo 4 and neither does her her little flashback in Halo 5 um and I don't know if this is like but it sets the tone yeah but I don't know if this is gonna come in the beginning of Infinite or this is like I don't know something else but Blu-ray extra yeah it feels very much like that with um the the creation of of chief's new mjolnir variant hey well at least last time we didn't waste luke cage's time (laughs) of his creation of his bespoke mjolnir variant in like what i can only describe as like the car commercial of of wartime fabrication yeah absolutely it was was just missing the the like whatever you call that run like running light pass over the car body where they just turn on all these strobes and stuff so you can see all the details. I, I was really expecting at the very end of it to, to flash up on the screen and list now. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know. I, I think this seems uh, entirely unreasonable from an actual fabrication standpoint, but maybe this is like the uh, the UNSC's sexy uh, commercial version. Um, yeah, if they can pop them out like that, why not? Everyone be affected, Master Chief? Come on. <laughs> Um, but it was interesting. It actually, mostly I really liked the the opening has uh, everything being built on this little tethered uh, space station over this really cool planet that... The CGI and those shots, like, oh my God, they were amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful and it, it really reminds me of, um, it actually feels a lot like kind of a Ralph McQuarrie 1970s sci-fi concept art. It's yeah, really they cool. had that sort of hyper-detailed painted kind of feel to them. Yeah, it was it was really beautiful. Um, yeah, and it's mostly just shots of people looking at you building gauntlets and stuff. Um, but with, I'll uh, take like I'll take all the external shots I can get in that damn yeah. trailer. And so my assumption, of course, you cannot make that because armor representation under three four three has been bizarre. But the, I am assuming this is master chief's infinite armor and it's just being paired with a sometime in the past cortana monologue about filling the suit um it could be halsey but uh usually jen taylor plays halsey up older so i assume it's supposed to be cortana yeah um, that makes sense like uh, that's definitely a, a distinction that uh, she's made um and i think mostly the thing you can take away from this is this is the the part of the doubling down on chief that they they talked about uh in response to halo 5 that they're pushing hey you're the chief um become a hero kind of stuff um but halo 5 chief was so sad he looked so lonely even surrounded by people he was so sad (laughs) it's tough being chief he was trying to hunt his own truth (laughs) (laughs) um so there's not too much. Like I said, I think it's kind of treated as a tone poem. Maybe it will have 
stuff that connects later. Oh yeah, but... yeah. If that's if that is what it is, I think it it works. It works for me anyway. Yeah. Um. It's a it's a nice cinematic. Um. It sets things up. It feels like it's really about telling people, yeah, you're chief this time for the entire game. Oh, where is Locke? Come on, where is where's Arby at least? They're halfway through, chief dies, and you become the pilot. That would be the twist no one would see coming. Except, of course, he's naked and has to escape from some prison for some reason. You just wake up and it's Skyrim. Um, <laughs> so that was the little teaser. And then the, the bulk of, of what they showed was a roughly eight-minute um, gameplay demo. Uh, and so this uh, takes place roughly, they said, four hours into the campaign. Um, but they've also talked about how the campaign's like, twice the length of halo fours and halo fives put together but this is an open world that's not that surprising so i assume it's kind of like story-wise the end of the first or second mission um and so we get uh more time with the the pilot and master chief yeah don't forget as well with with halo games you always have that traditional close to open transition Mm-hmm. And I think they're going to hit that beat really fucking hard. Yeah, I feel like this is this is like the second mission to to be your Halo uh, inspiration, and then after this, you shoot down the the AA guns, like the world will open up, etc. Um, this is how they start you off in a limited open world way. Um, you get some uh, character moments with uh, the pilot in chief. Uh, they talked about. Um, in the the pressers about focusing on this character who we will find out apparently has a name it's not just gonna be Brohammer. um that he's sort of supposed to be like the everyman along for the ride uh as master chief does his thing he's definitely he's definitely got that i'm tired of this i just want to go home and chief gives him the. but i just happened to wake the super soldier he's gonna save the day and i just happened to be on this big epic mission really that seems like his whole, like, oh, I found the Master Chief and was able to power up our ship, and that means we're going to go home. It's a total misreading of the Master Chief, and he kind of, <laughs> that's on him. Uh, <laughs> he made a tactical error there, that this was not going to go the way he wanted. He's like, like set, I go, yeah, sure, let's just uh, put him out of here. I mean, yeah, it's, come on, it's the Chief. It's like, he's back in the action as soon as he's breathing. Yeah, so they, they, uh, I don't know if they totally get shot down. Uh, they mentioned that they're going to try and find a condor after this, but they have to... Master Chief has to take out some AA guns doing what he does. Uh, and there's three of them. The rule of threes, like any good video game. Um, and so we, he pops out. We get a little bit of uh, him driving around in the Warthog, uh, and then he attacks a banished encampment. I think there's... This is obviously the first proper intro to what the game looks like and i think that's i think it's fair to say the overall impression would you say danny is that people were upset about this well I, it's hard to characterize the upset it was it it didn't meet their expectations visually yeah i think that people have because there's been so little about this game shown and we're so close to release there was a ton of hype and certainly for some people it did not meet that at all. Yeah, to be fair, it's is it's next gen platform. Is their next gen entry in their premier franchise? People 
do yeah. have wildly differing expectations for what that means and what that should look like. Yeah, and I think there's definitely some disappointments because I assume like they're not going to show this on the worst on the the Xbox One or whatever it's going to play on, but it's a cross-gen game, and even if this is playing on a Series X, it does have like texture pop in and stuff like that, and definitely sometimes it feels like they just turned off like ambient inclusion and stuff and there aren't proper shadows with things. It does feel a little rough um, performance wise. Like it seems smooth and I'm sure. Uh, According to one of the devs on Twitter, it's a build from January. I mean, I can believe that, but it's one of those things where who knows, we'll talk about that later, but who knows how much COVID has, has screwed with stuff. I'm going to assume based on some of the stuff we'll talk about after that it, has had a huge impact um because there's only so much you can do working from home uh but i think it's mostly interesting that it very much is a a blend of i think when we saw the the previous trailers i was kind of afraid that they were gonna go oh well this is the the classic art style like let's let's do that for everything and just toss everything and they definitely haven't um for good and for ill it feels very much like a fusion of 343's halo and uh um bungees like there's they've got like what look like the more avian jackals are back we've got grunts that look very much like the halo 5 halo 4 ones except they've got proper rebreathers um we've got the kind of halo 2-esque elites we've got the brutes who are doing their banished thing from halo wars the foreigner stuff looks foreignery but it still has the kind of uh simplified look that 343 put in so yeah i think it does feel like a fusion if there's a place that i'm disappointed visually it's with the uh the new human weapons which feel like people were describing it as like generic cod um, or doom weapons and they do have that like this is vaguely in the future weaponry but it's still pretty standard like they've got a pretty glock looking regular pistol instead of it the... feels like they intentionally it, it, it's definitely an intentional thing though it definitely like it is that generified kind of style that they're they're aiming for it's, yeah it's, and like, i think it's just a weird thing to aim for i know part of the thing that they've talked about um in previous games and is one of the things where you can make weird ass looking weapons, but people generally don't use them. Like you spend all this time making cool alien weapons and people just want to use the, the human ones. Um, there's some little details. Like when you, you're about to pick up a weapon, it has a, a slight, uh, short description label telling you what it is, which I think is helpful. Um, maybe to try and get people into it i do think the pistol looks terrible um it's the what is it it's the sidekick the mk um so it's not a a, a classic halo pistol we're used to so that's fine but on the other hand the classic halo pistols look a lot more distinctive so why not give us one of those oh i'm sure we'll see this dlc or in forge or yeah, uh, it's we'll in see. there somewhere um then there's the bulldog which is a new like 12 gauge rapid fire shotgun um which again feels like a modern weapon but at least it does something a little different and then there's the commando um which is i guess like a it's a medium range weapon scoped weapon 
Um, looks like classic scoping in has come back. Um, yeah, definitely. No more uh, smart scope. There's the in uh, not shown in the gameplay demo, but there was also a one minute uh, trailer that showed some stuff that was slightly different. Uh, the Halo Two style BR is back. Um, the pretty much basic looking uh, plasma sword, like always, and then a bunch of brute weapons. Um, feel like this is if you've seen the toy leaks that came out like they kind of already showed some of the stuff off um there's the brute ravager a pulse carbine like basically like the usual stuff the analogs to uh the classic weapons we've had before so Um, balanced analogs yeah that's exactly what people were hoping for i think yeah um and then the the major uh two things that we know um, besides stuff like Clamber uh, and Sprint still being in the game. And it looks like it plays a lot like Halo 5, which I know some classic people will be upset about, but I think Halo 5... Halo, Halo 5 and, and Destiny made me accept. Like, that's just how games should play these days. I like Sprint in terms of actually getting around faster. Like, I appreciate mm. the people who don't like it for what it does with multiplayer, yada, yada, yada. Um, Hey, I, I've been playing Halo Three on PC recently, enjoying the freedom of, of, uh, of the expanded field of view, making like sprint not really feel like it's needed. But I can appreciate it. Yeah, I mean, well, it's one of those things where, like, even if you make people move like fast, like you're skating around like in Quake, you're always gonna like want to go faster. It's one of those things where in every game they've always cranked the speed for competitive up like to hundred ten percent or something. I'm totally, I don't really have an opinion on the question of like whether a game needs sprint or whatever uh clearly they think it does uh and that's what we're here who knows what it will be like in multiplayer um that's fine uh but besides all that stuff so like i said it space engine or no it seems like it plays very much like halo 5 which i think is a good thing in terms of like the moment-to-moment controls and whatever uh, that's one thing I felt Halo Five really nailed was the responsiveness of the gameplay and the controls in multiplayer, in particular. It was really, really solid. Yeah, it's it's fun to go back to all the games. Like I think Halo Four, in some ways, feels better in terms of weighty, but I also feel like I'm just I am controlling a tank, and it's not as fun. Whereas uh, the like Halo One through Three, you feel like a lot more weightless. So I think. It's all personal opinion, but I I think that looks fine. Um, the the other two big things are equipment is basically coming back, so Halo Three style. Um, I'm so glad how they implemented uh, these things. I, I'm really happy with what they what they showed actually, because the they were also talking about the inspiration behind it in an interview on one of the websites and uh, drawing from Halo Three's equipment and learning the right lessons. I think it's going to be really awesome. Yeah, and the the other big thing, uh, the other big change is now you get a grappling hook. Um, Spider-Man. And, yeah, so you get to, we see it um, used to grab like a fusion coil to yourself, and then you can chuck it like a football at people. Uh, you can grab enemies. That felt so natural, by the way. I, I, I thought that's what just blended in. I was like, yeah, that, that makes sense. That's fun. Yeah, it looks fun. I will have to see... Um, I mean, it all depends on how it controls and stuff, but I'm not opposed to it. Uh, they've said this stuff's going to be in multiplayer, just a lot different. Um, can you, can you not already see in your head a new gun run 
<laughs> on many, on through the entire campaign. That sounds like a joyous time. I mean that that sounds fun, yeah. Because I mean, one thing I love doing whenever I play Bioshock is you just run around with a wrench only and beat the living crap out of everyone. That's so much fun, more fun than the guns in that game. So yeah, any sort of novel weird run speed runs are fun um and we also get to see uh there's sort of like a visor mode comeback um a very odst style map that shows uh the terrain around who knows how much of that stuff you'll see because you actually terrain you can play I got, on i got mad like skyrim assassin's creedy kind of mappy feels from yeah that. i hope my hope with open world stuff is that it avoids the the plague I always find with those games, like The Witcher, especially um, Assassin's Creed, where it's just too many damn icons on the map. Like, hey, you can collect this. Oh, you can do that. You can like, there's collectibles and everything littering the place, and it's just as someone who gets bothered by stuff, and especially as a completionist streak, it just drives me nuts. Um, like, I I don't think you need to put a bunch of random icons on a map to make open worlds interesting. Yeah. Uh, so I hope they don't do that. But we do also see that the the equipment gets upgrades, so it's not like real RPG style. But there's some stuff that you can do and uh, build yeah. in. Um, we don't really know the full details of that yet, but I'm totally fine with that. Um, so overall, I think from the graphics, definitely could use a lot of polish. Uh, the gameplay looks interesting. I'm excited. Uh, and then there's the the story. So we found out through a teaser that the big bad was going to be the banished um and it's up in the air really i mean this is takes place years after halo wars 2 it's up in the air what the situation on the arc still is i imagine they're not going to go into much detail because halo wars 3 or whatever and the whole point of this being a spiritual reboot you don't need to know that um, they reference Atriox, but it sounds like he's dead or otherwise incommunicado, so they're kind of going on in their stead. They're doing it for Atriox. Basically. Yeah, for Atriox. And I don't... There's... I like the thrust of the the character stuff we see in this. I don't know if it's... It feels a little rough to me uh, with the stuff with the pilot and whatever. Um, but I do think... Uh, the choice to introduce this new big bad um, for the banished is really interesting. We at the end of this gameplay demo, you go up to disable one of these AA turrets, um, and instead you get your uh, bad guy talks to you sequence. Um, and so the the banished leader is Asharam, Ashuram. It's one of those things where, like, I only read interviews talking about it not actually heard anyone say it so it could be terribly different um i don't know yeah just uh asharam 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 is probably what it is um so he's pretty toothy super toothy um but i do think that they managed to set him up as being a bit different than a lot of like because usually like this is the the bad guy comes and taunts you and says Wow, there's you're just nothing. You have to admit these anti-piracy messages are getting really lame in the, in the Halo universe. You have to sit through this message before he activates the, deactivates the gun. There was yeah, that's the the crack exploit. 
but that he 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 says basically we stomped your buddies but i'm so happy you're here because you're going to be a real test and he's like i'm going to enjoy this um is that real-time communication because it kind of like flies through the hologram to him actually saying it is it like real time it is curious the entire ending it cuts it cuts in footage some of which is clearly from the uh the deliver hope the e3 2019 stuff so i have to assume that that's not going to be how it plays out in the game um so it's hard to say because yeah as you say he starts out as a hologram and then he sorts of fades into the real thing so i'm not sure if that's just going to be a a little and and can i say just uh on the appearance of the of the villain i think he has a cool design but coming off halo wars 2 quality cutscenes and having a face full of this pretty not particularly visually impressive guy was a bit much. I was like, eh, yeah, he's not, dude. he's not beautiful. Why is he still on the screen? He's still talking. Like, lore wise, this is fantastic. Oh, my God, get him off the screen. Yeah, it was God. one of those things where, like, I was looking at his, just how he was textured, like, around his eyes. It was like, all right, that's a, that's an extra thing. But then, like, the rest of him seemed really low res. It didn't, did not, the animation yeah, is nice, but he did not, I thought. not look great. Yeah, um, he's, he's got, because he's a bad guy. He's got like the the missing or damaged eye with the the scar. So that's how you know in case you were unclear that he's bad. It it did feel it just, <clears throat> it just felt really awkward having him extended be on the screen and not be like a visual wow thing to end on, you know what I mean? It was like Yeah. Really? That's I'm, what we're ending on? Oh. Yeah, so I'm not sure if that's really going to be in the game. Like I get the feeling that they would they would not if it weren't for the end of like kind of a trailer thing, you wouldn't necessarily shoot it like that. Um, so it'll be curious to see what it ends up looking like. Um, so yeah, I don't know since it's a trailer ish end, um, and they're, they're reusing footage and stuff. I don't know whether that's how we're going to get that speech in the game or not. Um, but in the B roll, we also do get, so some of it's from deliver hope, uh, but we do get some new footage, um, there's one of the pilot kind of like kneeling down, I guess, in the wreckage of some ship um, and being all sadsies. Um, and probably more interestingly, there's a shot of Chief in the back of a pelican. And there's a bunch of like, I guess, friend or foe tags running around um, all marked infinity. And then they all blink out to deceased. Yeah, um, you see the Oni symbol in one of them? Yeah, so that's uh yeah, there's there's Oni and then there's uh the regular UNSC uh logos. So maybe the Infinity gets blown up, maybe it's out of commission, maybe it leaves. Um since so many of them say Infinity, I don't think you can really take it. Is it is it just me or is it clear that the implication here is there was a big ass battle or something, a big giant event where the banished somehow won. Even though we didn't know there was a thing to win because we thought Cortana was in control, but somehow the banished won something and control a ring and all the damage and stuff is sort of left over from that. Yeah, so I guess I mean if they have something to powerful enough to blow up a halo, then it's not surprising they could do some damage. Something that took the chief out of action, like something that scale where the chief lost. Well, we weren't controlling the chief, so it's fine. You get beat up until the player takes over and then the power fantasy begins. Um, 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so it's definitely this definitely raises questions so much as it doesn't give us a lot to go on that we didn't already know. Um, but is is that not the typical way a Halo is revealed? It's always more questions than it's you know answers. That's that's always the thing we try and do. Uh, yes and no. I think we definitely by this point we would definitely know more than we normally do, uh, or we would definitely know more if this were a normal launch, uh, which is definitely not. Um, like, cause E3 2007 was when we got the, uh, Halo three story trailer, which like gave you all the cutscenes and stuff and provided a lot more, uh, overall. Um, there's, so the, the interesting thing in terms of story is that we've got the banished. Uh, we don't hear a peep about the created, we do have uh, Asharam name drops uh, two things, the Harbinger um, and then the Auditorium. Based on the phrasing, the fact that he's, he talks about we have the ring and soon we'll have the Auditorium, I can assume that the latter is not on the ring. Um, so it's some other Forerunner MacGuffin or something. Uh, whether the Harbinger is just a fancy name for the created, uh, we don't know. Um yeah, really... no mention of guardians either, by the way. Yeah, I mean, I really hope this is one of those things where everyone complains about the not liking the Prometheans, but just fighting basically a reskinned version of the Covenant only sounds like a very boring game. Um, yeah, but I want to know where the fact and the are the fact and guardians. We, we we just played Halo Five Guardians, where these things could control a fucking system single handedly. The most awesome power outside of a halo ring we've ever seen and it was enough for the the chief and a bunch of feckin' spartans to get their asses handed to them and we were in a losing position and then suddenly where the feckin' hell are they <laughs> you know what i mean it's it's not it's mm-hmm. it's the elephant in the room i feel you know what i mean the, the obvious elephant in the room the forerunner saga elephant in the room they definitely do not this is setting up uh, a conflict that does not tie in directly to Halo 5 at all. Um, and obviously it's going to because we've got Cortana voiceovers everywhere. Um, and so I hope that we get the Prometheans in just because multi-faction fights in Halo are great. Uh, but who knows how that stuff's going to play out. I mean, if it's a giant campaign, like they say... So is it the Banished versus the Covenant versus... The created versus the flood versus humans and USA. I think, I think I was, I was talking with our old friend Isaac was sad because it, he didn't think that the flood were coming in this. And I, I don't think the flood are going to be in this. All that talk about like, oh, it's a flood tentacle in the corner of that teaser video. No, I don't think the flood are going to be in this. Uh, the created in some form are going to be in this. The banished are going to be in this. I think the covenant are going to be dead mostly because the covenant are basically the banished with a different paint job at this point. I don't know. Maybe we'd see like some sorts of St. Helios or something just because they did build those models for the last game and they'd be ashamed to toss them all out. Who knows? Um, but it's definitely, I, I just want, I want my profits back. I want my Herogox, man. I want my, <laughs> my other guys. They're just messing. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's definitely, Where's my hunters? There's even? really, yeah. There's really nothing, nothing here to go on. We know the the banished of hunters though from Halo Wars. Uh, there's not much to go on here, but I think that's just 
less indicative of the campaign, which again, they said is huge. Um, and obviously, even if most of that's open world padding, they got a lot of narrative ground to cover. You know, the one thing I'm really surprised they didn't do in the campaign, they didn't give us the teaser for the rest of it. You know, the holy this will blow your mind of what's to come, or here is the scale, or here's a glimpse at the rest. Like, we mm-hmm. just got a it really concrete the, look the at a slice. little small teaspoon of the game, apparently. And it's like, well, don't tell us the rest of the game bigger without showing us or cluing us in. Yeah. Um, but I think it's definitely how they're being so coy and partly because they've, they've talked about how this is a spiritual reboot and like everything from the, Hey, this is going to be our get out of the drop ship, open up onto the wide world, a halo moment, et cetera. But the, the problem is it feels almost like they've, they've, they've went almost too hard in that direction because anyone that's been paying attention to the halo story, anyone that's been paying attention to halo for the past two or three games are left completely in the dark for a resolution for all that um, investment of time. Like there, there's no continuance at all. They're, they're literally time jump, deal with it later. Just don't even talk about it. Elephant in the room. You know what I mean? It's just, it feels like they, they've done that so deliberately. It's like, well, why, why not even just give us a nod somewhere? I think it's going to be there, but I think you're right. The time jump is there because that way, random people who haven't been paying attention and fans who have been invested in Halo 4 and Halo 5 are going to be equally on the same footing footing of like trying to figure out what the hell's happening. Um, Yeah. It's a shame that we didn't get, like you said, more teaser of the rest of the game. Uh, Yeah. That's why I find really strange. Like why not? Why not give us the, maybe a Cortana flash or some other familiar character in a perilous situation or just any little fucking cryptic, anything to go on. It's like, okay. Fair enough. Like you don't want us to care about that. Then? You don't want us to help those expectations and to hype us up and get excited for that right now. When you're selling us the console. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's that's your that's your statement. <laughs> yeah, and so that I guess brings us to um, where it goes from here. Uh, so, uh, Waypoint posted an article. Uh, and there's some other stuff. We'll put all the stuff in the show notes. Um, interviews with IGN, etc. Um, and so they mentioned that like, all right, here's the stuff. Um, here's our sandbox. We're going to talk about multiplayer later. Uh, um, and we get some details, uh, on the, the production side of things. Uh, this was an interesting thing. We heard that, uh, there was a new composer, uh, Curtis Schweitzer. Uh, and now we know that he's getting a second composer to help him. Uh, and I personally did not know anything about Curtis Schweitzer. Uh, however, I do know Gareth Coker because he's the guy who did Ori in the Blind Forest, um, which is not what I immediately think of as a Halo uh, Halo uh, score or whatever, but it's a very good one. And I think from the music we get in the, the teasers and stuff, it sounds Halo-y that that mission has been accomplished um, and not something I'd be worried about. It definitely feels like generic Halo music. It's like, oh, duh, 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 not kind of like that, but okay, yeah, it's like... It's, yeah, you got, you got it, your Halo, choral okay, music, yeah. like you got, you got what you expect. Then, so we were talking briefly about, like, yeah, so this, supposedly this is from January. Why is it such an old build? Well, because COVID and... 
there's some a lot of stuff about how we're packing in 10 times the processing per pixel whatever the hell that means <laughs> they're just so dense whatever the hell that means each Holy, pixel why is that even relevant a fucking pixel 10 times really so what so what you know so what yeah, I mean, more interesting is, is that we're getting 4K 60, up to 4K 60, so I'm yeah, sure it's going right. to be that like... that is awesome, by the way. It's going to be like 640p 60 on my, my old, sad Xbox One from launch. Um, but it, smart delivery means that it'll scale up. We're PCs now, that's fine. I I mean, of all the things to, to complain about 343 about, like performance is definitely not one of them. Like, they made no. rock-solid... 60 at halo 5 despite the the sacrifices so hey, uh, the fact is that they confirmed today whenever that uh went out that uh, on steam right now you can add halo infinite to your wish list i can't wait like that is awesome day one release yeah so it's going to be uh and one thing they said about the entire program not just halo but they're bringing everything to game pass uh so you can be on xbox one you can be on the series x wait series x Oh, God, see, that's still throwing me. I'm trying to say Series 10 because I've got so many years as a Mac user. Um, but Windows 10, um, so Game Pass on PC or Xbox. One thing that we didn't get, uh, which I feel like is definitely a COVID thing, is that there's they mentioned, hey, we've had private flights, um, and there's going to be more open flights uh, with the insider program there's not going to be like public flights so there's not going to be any like multiplayer beta kind of thing it looks like our uh our flight our private flight invitations were lost in uh, lost in the <laughs> yeah lost in the post curious, curious uh um uh you should check in on that 343 people and that that ties into uh there's a bit of a line uh in the the waypoint article uh, that the team is still working and assessing options for broader hands-on opportunities before launch, and we'll share an update when we can. But this process doesn't stop with launch. In fact, in many ways, feedback and community flighting will be even more important after launch as we partner together to continually evolve and update the game into the future. That concerns me, because that sounds like we're going to get like an early access thing in all but name. Uh, to be honest, as, as someone who um, has background in that i i actually find that quite fun and interesting and quite exciting but that's just i mean maybe the, that's just me the issue for me is less i'm not concerned about it being terribly bug ridden etc um things like apparently ray tracing support isn't going to come at launch like all right that's that's fine it's going to make the game look so much better but i can appreciate that you can't get everything to launch especially when this is a cross-gen game more it concerns me with the fact that the issue a huge issue not the only issue but a huge issue halo 4 and halo 5 both had was that they were not they didn't have forge in a full way they were not feature complete at launch and like a year in yeah that stuff was all fixed and i know that's the way games are going now but a year in half the player base will have moved on to something else because it wasn't there um and that's where it concerns me just that if you don't have a strong enough showing out the gate, like you can fix stuff up later, like Sea of Thieves, Master Chief Collection are all examples. It's definitely more and more common now. But if you don't have something compelling at the beginning, hey, look, look at look at Bungie with Destiny. Like there's there's a 
not the best game in the world at launch and they just work on it so yeah and i mean i appreciate that that's the way of the world uh they had an ign article specifically about uh halo infinite 2 won't be happening because they have a line halo infinite is the start of our platform for the future you want infinite to grow over time versus going to those number titles and having all the segmentation that's like okay games as a service stuff blah 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 uh, i i think they really took that destiny stream very seriously yeah i mean it concerns me it's it's not who knows ultimately i just want a decent game when we start up like god help us if like the campaign isn't fully done or something i don't know oh god not an alert cliffhanger give you the other back half to of the, chief. give you the other half of the game in six months i don't know um, to be fair, if the worst case scenario was another Halo Two, would would that really be bad considering how how high quality that rushed game turned out? I mean, Halo Two was never the cliffhanger, and that never bothered me. Um, oh, it bothered the sh by me. Yeah, like that was that was fine. I never, I felt like we got enough there that the that the fight was not finished was not bothering me. I was playing on Couch Co-op with a friend, and I was loving the shit out of the game, and I was really looking forward to that final, final level with uh, the Chiefs. And then we got uh, the final, like, fourth of the, the game turned into an entire campaign with Halo 3. Uh, you know what? I wasn't complaining. Yeah, I mean, like, that. Despite the fact that Halo Three doesn't have a narrative that evolves for the first third of the game, like the the campaign, if it's if it's a fun campaign that takes a lot of sins off, it's a, it's a third of force of set pieces, and I can appreciate that for what it is in a video game. That's the most important thing I feel. It's really, uh, I mean, I think I understand why people were let down. Um, I'm still hopeful. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's just one of those things. People are going to be let down about everything. Hype is to the roof now. I don't know. I I I, I felt whelmed. <laughs> I was yeah, neither whelmed. under yeah. nor overwhelmed. I felt like we got something, and I hope that the this opens the floodgates for more stuff. Because yeah, we've got like, I mean, I don't see that any way this ships later than November. So we've got one, two, three, four, like basically four months. To go. The one thing I really appreciated, and I, I don't think we mentioned it, was the the signs of the trailer of the of the demo. I noticed like the, even like the the jackals are now speaking in recognizable English for the signs of it. Yeah, I think like we were talking about the visual stuff, but yeah, we didn't talk about the sounds. It definitely does feel like very much similarly like a blend of three four three. Um, they brought back like stuff like classic halo shield sounds or whatever but there's also i was so happy to hear that and very disappointed to see it <laughs> uh my I god sh- was that intrusively ugly what the f- yeah that's that's one thing i was i was saying on uh is that one of the issues i've had with 343's games is that they've they've pushed the hey you're inside the chief's helmet thing a little too far and it's been obtrusive and the the hud seems a lot cleaner and um much more like Halo 3 where they just had like the slight hint of like the curvature and stuff, which I like. Um, the downside is when your shields go back up, there's like this big hexagonal pop. And I'm sure like you'll get used to it, but it reminds me so much of the Bioshock Infinite shield breaking effect that 
never stopped being annoying as hell. And I really hope that, like, if there's flighting in something, people say, hey, can you get rid of this terrible shield recharge visual effect? Because that's that's my only complaint with that. To be honest, whenever I, I see it on screen, I, I, I genuinely thought, did someone forget to turn off debug mode on it? <laughs> I yeah, hate to say it, but it, it was like, oh, no. Oh, God, no. Someone forgot. You know, it was like, oh. Yeah, it it was an annoying blemish that I hope hope gets addressed uh, because otherwise the yeah I can appreciate people who don't think it looks next gen enough, but I think I I definitely feel like in some ways it's a throwback. The overall style is a throwback to Halo Three because for better or worse, like Halo Three. Oh, I'm loving the th- the homage and visual throwbacks, the audio throwbacks to Halo. It does feel like the spiritual successor to Halo 3. That seems like that was their ambition. Yeah, and like Halo 3 had cartoony graphics in a lot of respects. And this Damn actually, fucking right it did. Yeah, yeah it did. fits it um, in that respect. Um, so, I mean, it's one of those things. People wanted the classic art style, and they more or less got it. And now, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm not complaining about the style. I, I'm, I'm not one of those people. Like, I... I like the style. I, I'm not even sure if they they've hit it themselves. That's the problem. I feel. Yeah. The uh, I will say the like stuff like texture pop into things. Like the the only visual thing that really bugged me. The clouds. Uh, <laughs> was the phantoms because they there were like I think twice you see them moving and then they like would hit like a point where they pivot. And they just seem like badly animated things instead of something that has momentum. They're just like, oh, I hit this part in the wire. I I couldn't actually put my finger on it. I think it's partially that they're so blocky and then they were just, they were not moving in a very graceful aerodynamic way. It felt very mechanical, yeah. Yeah. Very set piecey. Well, all right. Any other thoughts, observations from the trailer, et cetera? There, no. I I just wanted to take it all in. I, I, I was overall very pleased with the scope and the ambition and the inspiration and the the, the genuineness it, I, I felt from watching the trailer as much as we've criticized it I, I'm very happy um, I'm optimistic actually for more more than I've ever been yeah I mean like I said I'm not I'm not criticizing it I'm yeah I'm optimistic too like I said I'm I'm whelmed I'm not it's one of those things you have to keep your your expectations in check and not let anything get too much of you i think like everything there to see like it's going to be fun like i hope the story is there but the gameplay looks fun and that's never really been an issue for me even in the the worst halo game i've had fun playing it um well i i can't say i cannot honestly say the same because <laughs> i had issues with halo 5 even though i thought it was a very very awesomely well-played game it just didn't feel like the direction i wanted halo's gameplay to go in and I'm not as worried at all um, when I was watching this because, like, even things like the equipment and stuff, just felt, oh yeah, that is awesome. That feels proper. We didn't get a, uh, we didn't see any evidence of like thruster stabilization or anything. There seems to be like some sort of like side dash thing, but there was nothing with. Uh, so some of the the moves set from Halo Five might be getting paired back. Well, I'm happy with Spider Chief. I'm very happy with Spider Chief. Although one comment was revealed when someone asked, "What happens if you grapple hook a grunt in midair?" and you automatically think, "Well, it will draw the fucker towards you." No, apparently the chief defies physics and flies up towards the grunt in the aerial position where it's at. Yeah, I feel like 
I understand why you would do that, but yeah, the the grapple shot is not going to make any sense from a physics standpoint. <laughs> that's just yeah, saying that's that right now. Weird. Yeah, that's weird. Like he's a walking tank, he should be dragging basically everything except vehicles and geometry towards him. I will say, uh, for all the like people who are complaining and wailing and gnashing of teeth, uh, it's actually interesting that all the YouTube stuff I've seen, I just, I mean, I don't watch that stuff most of the time, but just going through it seems much more positive uh, than the Twitter and and Resetera forum stuff. So that's that's interesting. Yeah, I was chatting with uh, on du- on Dustin on the um, Potacular was uh, on Twitch uh, watching. I I hopped onto the chat there. Uh, they watch uh, Dustin's reaction, and he seemed very happy and pleased with it. Yeah, so I think it's it's probably just you know who got excessively hyped. Uh, what people are looking for. Um, I do think that for all the the Halo is dead stuff, as uh, we we're recording uh, late on the twenty third, Halo Infinite gameplay premiere eight minute demo is the number two. Uh, video trending video on youtube behind a one direction video and above a j cole music video don't don't ask me how i know this but the one direction's anniversary just hit that's why all the all the wee teenage girls hearts are melting for for them right now and there's no way halo and pew pew will ever beat teenage girls so yeah, but Halo's videos are number two, number five, and number 27. Um, they're all above Destiny's Beyond Light gameplay trailer. So clearly, people are hungry for Halo, uh, and I think that's only a good thing. And hopefully, soon we'll have a lot more to talk about. Yeah, hopefully. I, I want to see multiplayer. I hope it's going <laughs> to be as awesome as I am imagining it to be. All right, well, we will see, and we'll talk to you then. Uh, that wraps up this show today. Thanks for joining us. Show notes and links for this episode, as well as articles and more, can be found on our website, forwardedadon.com. You can subscribe to the podcast via iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or Stitcher. Uh, check out our videos on YouTube at youtube.com slash forwardedadon. Or follow us on Twitter for updates on all of our content by following the handle at forwarddawn. Thanks for listening, and see you next time. Mm-hmm.